Hello, the series you're about to hear on the GBM Media Podcast is from the Serving Today archive. It's called Moses, Lessons on Leadership. We hope you enjoy it. Welcome to Serving Today, the programme for the servants of Christ. I'm Andrew Cook, and I'm pleased to be in your company again. Lessons on Leadership, the series concludes. And a pastor talks with Malcolm Ryan. Here on Serving Today, we've been looking at the life of Moses and learning what it has to tell us about the subject of leadership. We've appreciated having Howard Sayers join us. So far in this study, we've been focusing just on Moses as leader of God's people. But continuing with the theme of leadership, it's into the New Testament that Howard now takes us. I'm going to take you into Paul's second letter to the Corinthians, chapter 6 and verses 4 to 10, where we are going to learn about the cost of leadership. So, Andrew, I wonder whether you could please read 2 Corinthians chapter 6, just verses 4 and 5. Rather, as servants of God, we commend ourselves in every way, in great endurance, in troubles, hardships and distresses, in beatings, imprisonments and riots, in hard work, sleepless nights and hunger. Thank you, Andrew. And surely those words emphasise the costliness of leadership. Every church leader must be prepared to pay the cost. Leading God's people always involves great endurance and patience because many difficulties have to be faced. There are general difficulties. We have to face pressures when decisions have to be made. All sorts of afflictions may come. Moses needed the guidance of God and the fiery cloudy pillar. And we need the guidance of God the Holy Spirit through his word. We may have to face hardships and needs in general, perhaps when the people refuse to go in the right way. And again we have the example of Moses and the provision of the manna for the needs of the people. We may have to lead them through calamities and distresses when everything seems to be going wrong. And once again, we have the great example of God and Moses with the people when they came to the challenge of the Red Sea. So how are are these uh, general difficulties that you've just outlined for us that leaders have to endure? What about things at a more personal level? Well, Andrew, that's most important for us to recognise that Paul, he suffered many a beating, he suffered imprisonments, he faced riots and sleepless nights and hunger. He faced violent opposition and behaviour. So did Moses, when on one occasion in Numbers chapter 12, Aaron and Miriam tried to undermine his authority. Moses too faced imprisonment in effect. Anything that cramps and hinders progress 
For example, when the spies brought a false report in Numbers chapter 14 and discouraged the people. There were also outbursts of disorder, as in the incident of the golden calf at Mount Sinai when Moses was receiving the law from God's own hand. Yes, the leader of God's people must show endurance and must expect various things to impact upon his life. We must not expect an easy life as the leaders of God's people. As we come now to how we are to lead God's people, I wonder whether you could just read for us 2 Corinthians chapter 6 and verses 6 and 7, please, Andrew. In purity, understanding, patience and kindness, in the Holy Spirit and in sincere love, in truthful speech and in the power of God, with weapons of righteousness in the right hand and in the left. Thank you, Andrew. Now, from these verses, which we've just read together, we can see that there are right and wrong ways of leading God's people. The faithful leader leads not only by word, but by example. And those different words that we have just read show to us the attitude that we need to cultivate and how we are to lead. All of these things should be evident in someone who exercises leadership. He leads honestly and without regard for himself. He leads by purity. He leads knowing and trusting in God and in a right relationship with God. He meekly bears the Lord's yoke, obeying him without hard and bitter thoughts towards either God or God's people, for he leads with patience and kindness. How does he lead by the Holy Spirit? By leading according to the word of God, which is the final revelation of God's will for us. He leads by doing everything in love towards the people that are being led and always doing that which is true and right, in total reliance on God and his word. For he leads by truthful speech and by the power of God. Everything is done openly and with integrity, with the weapons of righteousness on both the right hand and the left. God's leaders must always lead in this way, whether it brings honour or dishonour on them, slander or praise. So, Howard, what's the final point that we can learn about leadership from 2 Corinthians chapter 6? Andrew, before I answer your question, could you please read for us verses 8 to 10? Through glory and dishonour, bad report and good report, genuine yet regarded as impostors, known yet regarded as unknown, dying and yet we live on, beaten and yet not killed, sorrowful yet always rejoicing, poor yet making many rich, having nothing and yet possessing everything. And those words, Andrew, are a powerful description 
of the experience of those who lead God's people. We can expect certain things to come into our lives. We will be treated as impostors and so on. We must expect, therefore, to be defamed, and yet we are true. We shall expect to be shunned and avoided, and yet we shall be well known. The world will discard us, and yet we keep going. We may well face persecution, and yet survive. Emotional pressure will be heavy upon us, and yet we will rejoice as we keep going. We shall be devoted to others. We may well be poor ourselves, and yet be making many rich at the same time with those spiritual riches of the gospel. Expect to be poor in the things of this world, and yet the wonderful thing is we shall possess everything. Howard, that's been extremely helpful. And as we come to the end of this short series, how would you sum up what it is to be a leader among God's people? I have to say, Andrew, that leading God's people is no easy task, and yet it is a blessed task and work to be engaged in. To lead, we need to be men of God and men of his word. And that will inevitably involve us in six things. It will involve personal commitment to God in our private lives. We must experience God's preparation and respond to God's calling. We must be willing to pay the cost, always use the right methods and be prepared to pass through difficult experiences. How would you encourage us in this calling? I think I can do so in just a few words. Perhaps we ask the question, as Paul did in 2 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 16, who is sufficient for these things? But I can testify, and so can many others, that like Paul, we can go on to say with him in 2 Corinthians 3 and verse 4 that our sufficiency is of God and all we have needed he has constantly and will constantly provide for us. Once again, many thanks for joining us over these last few programmes, Howard. That's been very challenging and encouraging to us in our ministry. Thank you. We've heard about the pressures that leadership brings with it. Well, here are some further thoughts that should help us from Malcolm Ryan in the occasional series, A Pastor Talks. In this busy world, most of us have felt the tiring numbness of what has become known as burnout. How should a Christian respond to these feelings? You may feel like saying, I give up, but that's not the best thing to do. Instead, we should surrender everything we have to the Lord. He can deal with it. After all, God says, It is I who made the earth and created mankind upon it. My own hands stretched out the heavens. I marshalled their starry hosts. Isaiah chapter 45, verse 12. Have you ever handed over a concern to the Lord, only to find yourself trying to take it back? We tend to want to fix things ourselves. 
Yet only God has the power and the perspective to bring all matters to their proper conclusion. When we try to take things back from him, we only interfere with the solution he wants to bring about. And don't forget this, God loves you. Because of his great love, he wants to take care of you. And this means he wants to deal with all of your worries. God doesn't want you to run yourself into a state of exhaustion, even by doing good deeds or church work. Instead, he desires that you rest in him. You may have reached the end of your rope, but God never will. As we read in Isaiah chapter 40, Do you not know, have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He will not grow tired or weary, and his understanding no one can fathom. He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Even youths grow tired and weary, and young men stumble and fall. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. Well, we've come to the end of our time together here on Serving Today. So, this is Andrew Cook saying goodbye. May we know God's rest as we serve Christ. Well, thanks for listening to Serving Today, a podcast from the Grace Baptist Mission radio team. To get in touch with us, you can send us a message via WhatsApp. The number is plus four four seven five zero eight nine three two five three four. That's plus four four seven five zero eight nine three two five three four. Or email us. The address is servingtoday at gbm.org.uk Until next time, goodbye.